Hi, welcome to my podcast, The Happy Hacker with Ambition. Today is Thursday and it's a misly. It's a misly day. Um, that's me just shutting the car. I've been out, I've already poo-picked um, Indy's little section um, using, I have to say, Laura's poo fork because as you could see on my Instagram story, my one broke. 30, over 30 years I've had that and um, I did run over it um, when I first got it uh, and it must have been when I first had it because it was when I kept my horse, my first horse, Joey, at Cly and um, I remember one morning rushing down before going to work and poo-picking the field. At the time, I, to get my livery for free, I looked after the people who owned the fields and stables horses because they lived up north and they had a holiday home in Clyde. So they would come down um, during school holidays, ride their horses, um, look after their horses themselves, but the rest of the time I would be mucking out poo picking, feeding, grooming, um, road. Used to ride, yeah, my sister used to help me ride one of them called Sovereign, lovely little Frisian pony that uh, he liked, uh, that she loved riding, but he was a bit of a bully to Joey. Joey was always bullied. Um, being that much younger than everybody else, when I first got him, he was so tiny and so, yeah, buyer beware. If you don't know what you're doing when you're buying your first horse and you trust somebody, I mean, really make sure you trust somebody that hasn't got uh, an interest in selling you that horse but they know your capabilities or they know that you're going to continue your learning anyway moving swiftly on so i ran over it when i first got it and bent it straightened it out because i'm mortified um and it's done me well all these years poo picking and doing everything and because i ran over it um it obviously bent it and then over the years the rain has got into the bend and it rusted away. <laughs> Laura thinks I'm being really tight because I want to get it repaired because I really like it. Um, it was one of the first ones that they made. It's a Steuben one and it was one of the first ones that they, Stubbs one, Steuben, make saddles, um, Stubbs one. And it was one of the first types that they did and they were a lot shorter. Now the handles are a lot longer on them. Gosh, I'm out of breath. Walking through long, wet grass is really quite hard work. <laughs> anyway, as I said, it, today is Thursday. Yesterday, Wednesday, I got on Iki and she was the first of the horses to go out uh, for a hack since we've moved up two fields into our lovely winter grazing, which is phenomenal as usual um yeah it's amazing the grazing here it really is um so uh full really full of herself um actually not quite what i was expecting um she's generally a bit well you can tell with the name like eek that she does spend her life going eek. um and to be honest with you I wasn't expecting her to be quite such an idiot that she was. Now, anyway, <laughs> she messed about. She's 
oh, she was just really funny. Um, I got on her when I led her through the paddocks and then I think from now on I'll be able to ride through the paddocks and through to the water because I don't think there's sheep in the other field now. But um, yeah, so I led her through so I could open the gates and then get on. So I did that because the gates aren't easy to do on a horse, unfortunately. Um, so often I did that trotted her out she was going really nicely and then the next thing I knew we'd done a 360 well 180 turn and we were facing the wrong way so I don't know what spooked her and from then on she just snorted all the way round she was so funny and she came back considering all I was doing was walking her she came back in a lathered mess now I did clip her a couple of weeks ago I think I put it on the yeah I put it on the podcast and um, she hadn't got such a thick coat then but it her clip has now grown out so I'm gonna have to clip her again she generally gets clipped two or three times Eek, being a purebred Arab grows the most amazing coat um, and if you and because of her nature she does sweat up quite a lot so for work it's a good idea so that she doesn't get a chill and I can turn her straight out um, so she doesn't have to go and stay in the stable after we finish working so yes so we went out and that was that was fun uh, brought her back and um, decided to give Indy a bit of a lunge um, just to see how she was because I was going to have a lesson with Laura in the afternoon. I completely forgot Laura was working um, on Wednesday night. So she's working tonight and tomorrow night. Um, and then we've got our barrel racing on Sunday, I think. There's a couple of other, I'm getting excited about going out again on Indy, um, but I've got to get back to the thing of just getting on her when nobody else is here at the moment. Um, and I want to do that. Um, I keep thinking, oh, I'll do it, but I don't want to go back a step again. Um, at the moment, I'm only ever riding when Laura is about, um, so she can keep an eye on me or give me a lesson. Um, because we had that, and it's all getting your confidence back. Confidence is so easy to lose. And um, I feel so much happier and she has got such a much kinder eye now again um, now we've sorted it all out she seems happier in herself um, there's uh, I've ridden her a lovely little lesson with Laura the other week um, and we were just she was really swinging she was going so well um, happy confident going forward um, keen to the aids and i'm just like yeah i don't want to ruin it i don't want to ruin it by sitting on her and going oh i don't like that i just want to keep her thinking forward never backwards so um as a great friend of mine used to say when i used to ride my first horse joey make the little pony go forward 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 and that's what i say when i'm riding <laughs> make the little pony go forward, 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 forward. And the funny thing about that is that Joey was 15 two hands. So 
quite a bit bigger than Indy, who's 14-1 on a good day. Um, and um, Joey moved like a 13-3 pony, 13-hat pony, really did, honestly, moved like a pony. Whereas both Eek and Indy move like bigger horses. It's really, when I first got Eek, when I first sat on her, I couldn't believe it. It was so, she moved so well um, and much bigger, not choppy steps like Joey had been. So really interesting when you discover that. Um, and I, that's why I can't understand. I find it interesting when people buy horses that they haven't sat on because how do you know you like them? I don't know, because some people, I mean, loads of people do now. I, I, I just don't understand that. Anyway, today, as I said, it's Thursday, and today is World Horse Welfare's conference day. Um, now, I haven't been down to the conference the last couple of years, but I have been invited, and you can watch it online, and you can see it again on YouTube. Um, I think that will go up later, or is it live? I don't know, I'll check. But it sounds like a really interesting conference this year. Um, well, it's always interesting, but sometimes I sit there and think, well, I'm happy hacker, what's that got to do with me? Um, but really interesting influence, who's people's, what's influence do you listen to? Um, and that kind of, there's also a questionnaire they've got coming out. Now, I started to do the fill it in because they sent it to me um, and I didn't really have enough time to do it you please make sure if you start to do it that you have enough time to do this questionnaire it's not like a sit on the bus or sit on the train and and do it when you've just got like two or three stops to go I think you need to read the questions properly and understand what they're actually asking you um, but really interesting because obviously the information that they will gain from that will be quite fascinating. So, and I'd be interested to see what they, when they publish research, what they do with it. So um, that is happening later on today. So I've got to get a squiggle on to participate in that. Um, I'm gonna lunge, because it's mizzling, I'm gonna, well, it's stopped again now, but it's so mild. We've gone really, really mild to freezing temperatures last week to really really mild again poor old horses don't know where it's coming or going um if they're coming or going i really really feel for them oh yeah good news laura got back on spike we had a vet visit on friday from howard from um Fakenham farm and equine vets it's a new setup it's uh family business they're based locally uh it's a vet that we knew before um really good at explaining stuff to normal horsey owners uh, and uh he came and he uh laura lunged a very exuberant um spike for him and um spike tried to take the vet out which you know like <laughs> was quite funny and um but he looked really, really good. And we were all looking, thinking, well, I don't know what he's going to say. And um, she can get back on him, which she did yesterday. And he was 
really good. Couldn't understand why I was not allowed to go for, go faster than he wanted to. Spike likes to do two speeds, fast and very fast. And um, so his, he is, Laura's going to get back on and see how he goes now. So it's a case of trial and error now, seeing what he can do with Laura. And um, the thing is, though, because he keeps jumping out of the uh, field, and we're talking about over a metre, these jumps, so, you know, um, he clears it with so much to go. He does love his jumping, so we're going to have to see what happens there. Um, so he is doing that. He's on no medication. He hasn't been now since he came following the vet's advice when he came back. We didn't, he wasn't on anything. Um, so that's all good news. Um, and I had also booked in with Howard for him to have a look at Tia. As you know, Tia was lame following the hunt visit um, the other week and Gonna follow the footsteps along in the least when it's this long you can see where the horses have been uh, you can follow their tracks um yeah so howard had a look trotted her up she was a lot better than she was when i originally called him um excuse me sniffing um but she did she did she's still slightly lame there's no swelling there's no lumps or bumps um at 27 and a paddock pony um there is always a reason for being a paddock pony um she you know she's very good at what she does she's the matriarch of the group my group um she's not stepping down from that at all she's still very much in charge so in herself i know she is feeling okay the decision was to put her on a gram of butte um, for two weeks and see how she goes. Well, I think if Howard has seen her being moved from the winter, the summer grazing to the winter grazing, I think he'd say she was doing okay. Um, she was a nightmare, absolute nightmare. Um, Tia was. Uh, a world, Tia's a World Horse Welfare horse, um, as I said, and is 27. She's insured with World Horse Welfare, with their insurance. So she is insured for paddock injuries and obviously third-party public liability insurance, which I do with them. My, she was insured with Pet Plan. Ever since I had her, she was insured with Pet Plan. But as soon as she got to 25, they went, we can't insure anymore. So I just thought, great. <laughs> That's not just when you need it, really, isn't it? Anyway, so Eek has stayed insured with Pet Plan and will be with Pet Plan until they say, I can't insure her anymore. Um, and as you all know, I insured Indy with the NFU and um, they were, they've been absolutely brilliant. And um, in my first year that I insured with them, um, they just just so supportive as well. And I can't recommend them enough for equine insurance. Um, I just think they care about the horses. They understand how much you care. Um, 
and they just treat yeah you know they're, they're so supportive um so i have stayed i will stay with them they said to me i'm really sorry but gonna have to put your price your policy up and i went yeah i know but then they paid for nearly ten thousand pounds worth of um veterinary treatment uh last year for indy which so quite frankly i don't blame them putting it up um um i really don't um and it is you know they put uh everybody's put their prices up pet plan put their prices up and i haven't claimed touching wood now uh on eek not that eek has got a lot that is still insured to be perfectly honest with you but um um they put their prices up quite a lot um and it's just the way it goes. Horse insurance, I think everybody's insurance has gone up this year. Um, I think as horsey owners, I think we have to not moan about the insurance pushing the prices up, but question what the work and the, and the suggestions of the vet. I think you, you always go along and go, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, I just want to get it right which you do you do but I'm still slightly surprised that some vets say to you is it insured and that's their first question and it should be let's have a look at the horse and let's then discuss what we can do um but anyway moving swiftly on from that comment um as I said so Howard from I'm gonna say it again so he gets another little call out Fakenham Farm and Equine Vets Limited uh, came and we will see him in a couple of weeks time to see how Tia is going. I um, have to be honest, she's still cantering around. At the moment, Eek, Tia and Hector are having a bit of a conversation over the gate. Indy is in her stable. Um, I put her in for a couple of hours whilst I'm poo picking, uh, just to give her a chance not to have the muzzle on um, for a little while, because obviously she's out 24-7 at the moment with a muzzle. Um, she has got uh, a green guard muzzle, which is brilliant, and I have found a way of, I attach it using a safeguard um, head collar which can snap and um, they've got leather straps which can snap and I have got sheepskin over the top to reduce the pressure over the pole area and at the back I have used good old vet wrap to take any pressure on under the chin and around there because I did notice last year sorry I'm sniffing that's so rude um that she uh, had a little rub on that and um I didn't want her to scar herself or hurt herself. Oh, I don't know if you can catch that. Two Egyptian geese flying over. Anyway, <laughs> get all sorts here. Um, so that was what we are doing with Tia. Um, now, with Eek, um, I am taking her barrel racing um, with Lucy. Uh, it's a age group. It's a shame that Laura can't come, but obviously 
obviously she couldn't ride um, Spike yet doing that, so it's a shame because it would have been a great fun day out for all of us. Um, the age group, they go from nine to nearly 60, so <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. Um, just something different to do with your pony, I think. Uh, looking forward to doing that. There are a couple of dressage, unaffiliated dressage competitions that I'm going to have a go at with Indy. Um, so I've got, I'm going to go and hire Forest Edge Arena, take her there with Laura and just have a little ride round, see how we go, go to Spooky Corner. Noticed Spooky Corner, didn't think too badly with the uh, seniors when we watched them show jumping the other week. Some of them had trouble there in Spooky Corner. Gosh, this is hard work. Um, but not all of them. So I'm going to go and do that. Um, then we're going to go to uh, Wakefield Stud again, take part in some stuff there, which looks like being quite good fun. They've got some show jumping there um, and some other unaffiliated dressage. Again, I want to take Indy there just to see how she goes first. I don't really want to splatter any people that are taking part in anything because uh, I think she's going to be absolutely well I know she's going to be absolutely fine like she always was I used to just get hold of her pull her out the field put her on the trailer and off he went and she was always so good she just took it in a stride and I just think that my fault entirely and I'm going to keep beating myself up over this about perhaps pushing her fitness levels I don't think you can get a horse too fit but anyway you get that's silly bit where you go they're quite fit and they're stupid and then you get them really fit and they're more sensible and I think I had it she was quite fit and silly and not fit and sensible and also um, did the classic idiot mistake of feeding you know there's a I used to have it drummed into me when I was doing my BHS exam. Speed for work done, not for anticipated work. But actually, take into account, which was never drummed into me, why, what are they getting out across? Everything she needs, I think. So um, that's what uh, I've been doing. And she, she looks amazing again. She really does. I've got Ken coming next Monday between three and four just to check over her back again. Since I called him and spoke to him after she came last time, after came last time, her back is absolutely fine, and I think it had quite a bit to do with her being in season. Um, I spoke to Howard about that, and he said they will be some mares will be more reactive when they are in season. Well, I think that describes Indy, and um, she will. I will uh, take it from there with Ken and do whatever Ken suggests that we should be doing. I've been doing the exercises with her. She's sniffing out in the air at the moment. Um, do some exercises with her and take it from there. So what I'm going to go and do now, actually I may as well bring you with me. I'm going to take her out and give her a little bit of a lunge in the paddock. I've now finished poo picking. Laura did hers this morning. I only had to do Hector and he's 
he's in a section of it because we have the chute coming in. Actually, I can't see where they've put, put their markers. We've got one in Laura's field, right down at the bottom, but we don't seem to have a marker in this field. They generally like to come in this field. Anyway, I'm, that's my, my Saturday will be um, keeping an eye on the ponies um, because it's the first shoot of the season. And although they had some last year, they didn't have very many. And it was obviously it was just the one family shooting. Um, and Indy was obviously down at Laura's stables and she was fine. She just watched them. Um, I think, uh, you know, they, they, it's only a small, it's a family shoot, it's only small. Um, we know the people that shoot. Um, so it's, you know, it's like, I must finish trimming Tia's tail. Um, I bought a pair of new scissors to cut the pony's tails because um, they'd gone really blunt. And I thought, right, I will go and do that. So I went out and I bought a pair of scissors. Halfway through trimming Tia's tail. What's wrong with you? Halfway through trimming Tia's tail, they broke. And they said, best steel. And I thought, well, it may be the best steel, but they attached them together. They joined them together by plastic. And it just broke. Just put that there so I'm going to take that back. Um, yeah, so I've got half a, half a tail that, well, Tia's got half a tail cut and half a tail not cut, which is not very good. Right, and I'm now ferreting around inside my tap bag. Right, I've got a pair of little scissors, which I couldn't find when we moved and we were putting up electric fencing and Laura kept going to me, where, where is it, where is it? And I went, oh, it's here somewhere. Put them somewhere safe. And I had put them somewhere safe in one of my other coat pockets and zipped it up and then forgotten which coat pocket it was. So, what are you doing, Eki? Hi, you're like the three amigos, aren't you? Yeah, we're the three greys. You are. I'm here. Just touched his bottom so she knows that I'm here. And then I'm just going to slowly cut it. I'm not going to try and do it all in one go. I used to be really good at cutting tails, banging tails. If you cut them straight along, it's called banging them. And uh, I used to be quite good at it. But I've actually got worse over the years. But Tia's tail is so thick. It's not bad actually, but you've got one bit that's really quite. Just chop that off. It's not bad. It's not bad. So now I'm just going to pick up the bits of the hair. Because obviously, as I keep saying, we're in the hayfield and we don't want horse hair in the hayfield. There we go. Picked it all up. Done that. So you've got what I'm loving at the moment is I can feel all the beast. What have you got there? Amazing when you start putting your hands on your horse. This is why it's so important to put your hands over your horses and see 
any lumps and bumps and anything that shouldn't really be there. And you must do that every day. You must do that every day. Good girl. Right. So I've done that. And now I'm just going to get Indy ready. And I'm going to lunge her for a bit. Now you'll hear Blueberry. Oh, I left his rug out last night. That was a bit stupid. Um, you'll hear Blueberry barking. Because for some reason, whenever I lunge, Blueberry barks. Oh, what's wrong there? And stuck in electric fencing. Indy doesn't look at all keen. But since she's been in now for a little bit, I think I can do that. Um, it's not going to hurt her. So I will go and get ready, get Indy ready, and then I'll take you with me. I am the Happy Hacker. Thank you for listening. Please stay online and listen to part two. Hi, welcome to part two of the Happy Hacker with Ambition on my Thursday podcast. So um, I didn't take you lunging with me when I did Indie because um, I was concentrating a little bit too much. I forgot to press record, so that just kind of shows. But I have just lunged uh, Indie. She was really, really good. We had a little bit of hijinks at the end, but I'm really glad to see her doing that because in my eyes, that means she's feeling well. Icky, no, go out. So I'm trying to lunge Eek now, who's not that keen. I've gone one way already with her. Um, in the arena, the grass is quite long at the moment. So it's making them pick their feet up quite nicely, actually. Um, the idea of this is just to give her a little bit of exercise, get her moving. She's got the most amazing trot Eek when she wants to. Very floaty, very forward. No, no faster. No faster. Uh, what I'm trying to do here is to make the steps bigger so she covers the ground more. So she covers the ground more, she doesn't increase the speed. And that's what I want to do with her trot. Um, being an Arab, tell, go on, go on. Being an Arab, she can, uh, she holds the tail out uh, and up, quite happy. She's not really looking at me. She, every time we go past the public footpath that's down here. Well, it's not a public footpath actually, it's part of Pedza's Way. Go on, Nile Valley Way I think it is, sorry. Um, that uh, every time we see, she, she goes round to that, without fail she's doing it, so I've got to be a little bit quicker. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah, as long as I've got the ear, I don't mind. She's got a lovely, lovely little trot here. Eek is, that's beautiful really chuffed with that. Come on, and Iki, canter. She won't canter. She's like, go on. There you go, good girl. She's got the right leg. She does, it's interesting, her canter, she doesn't actually stretch out. Go on, and again, canter. Good girl. So she's on the right leg. She is much happier doing an extended trot. Go on, and on, forward. And it's beautiful. That extended trot, the medium trot, I'd, I'd get a really good mark for that if I was riding her. But she doesn't do it when you're riding. So she's doing really well. You can hear Blueberry barking. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Keep going. Keep going. Go on. Walk on. Go on. Walk on. Good girl. Walk on. 
and Iki and halt. Whoa! And stand. So now she stood mainly because she's seen somebody, <laughs> not because she was listening to me. So I have a short whip with me, not a long whip. Um, and now I'm unclipping from the bridle because she has her bridle on when I lunge her. Um, unclipping it goes over the head, through the bit, ring and clips onto the other ring. Hiya! We've got an audience eek. Hello. Probably think I'm mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm recording a podcast at the same time. so <laughs> Talking to myself, you know, quite merrily, talking to myself. <laughs> Talk to the horse anyway. <laughs> go on, off you go. Go on. You're keen, aren't you? Not really. Anyway, sat that up. Go on. Eeky, never keen to go. Go on, off you go. Make her go away from you. So the idea of lunging, never wrap the lunging line around your hand because you will hurt yourself if the horse spooks. Um, start off again in walk, get her to walk forward. So I'm looking to see if she's tracking up the same. She's slightly short on the inside. Every third step is slightly short, so I'm going to have to have a look at that in a little while. But that is probably because she's just meandering now. But um, yeah, so the idea for me with Iki to lunge her is to get her stretch out more um, and to make her use herself properly. So I've got one of these lovely bungies that you can put over them. And when they stretch down, which Iki tends to do on her own anyway, um, there's no pressure on them at all. That's not the idea of it. It's just there as an aid. So now I'm going to bring her up to trot. Turn rot. Turn rot. So just whack. There we go. Straight into trot there. It's really good. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. She's like, I've done this. Go on. There you go. So it's more, it's noise, it's nothing else. And that's what um, Blueberry reacts to. She's done that since she was a tiny, tiny puppy. And I do not know, come on, get a move on. We're not here for fun, we're here to do some work. You can spend hours just walking round and round in circles, not actually achieving anything when you're lunging. You have to have a plan. Um, it's all right if you're just doing it just to get them out and to give them a bit of exercise especially during the winter when you haven't got the daylight hours to do it now she's tracking up perfectly that's good um but it's very easy just to like not have a plan and, and do something good so with eek um 21 want her to keep fit keep that weight use her tummy muscles um she doesn't she's not a great person that she tends to drag herself along on the forehand um which you can see if you look uh, hind quarters. Go on. Go on. Go on. There you go. Now she's using them, stepping out underneath. And what I did notice was when I was jumping her, go on. She didn't want to do any trotting. Go on. Go on. Make it bigger. It'll be easier for you if you ring circles bigger. She's not paying any attention. <laughs> yeah, she says, I'm 21. I know all this. Go on, 
one. Get a move on. Gear up. Go on. Forward. Yeah, and she's gone straight into. Go on. I remember when I did my lunging on my BHS exam. Oh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> so funny. Everybody worries because generally when you do that part, or you did when I did it, which was a very long time ago, you meant to make the horses walk. Go on. Until they've warmed up. Come on. Perhaps I do need a lunging line. <laughs> Just uh, go on. Go on. Go on, that's better. Now she's moving. And everybody's freaked because your horse would immediately come out because it would come straight out of the stable. It would suss that you didn't know who you were because you never took the exam where you were training. You always went somewhere else. And it would look at you and go, it could be fun. Go on. Go on. Go on. She want her to just trot a bit more and stop when I want. And walk. 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 And whoa. And they all come out, and they trot out, and you go, oh my goodness me, they're not... Can we stand now, please? Whoa! And stand. So the problem, what you're meant to do is stop. And they stop. Well, it's not exactly square, is it? I was watching Lucy and Donnie ride last night. She's on out of breath now. And um, that little pony stopped square every time Lucy asked. Perfect square halt. So good to see. Such a good little rider. She's come along so much. But that's all down to Laura training her. And um, and obviously, it's the way she trains her. She trains her in a way that she understands what's being asked of her. So she can do what? That's eek falling over. Um, so from the mad snorting Arab that I had yesterday to a very lazy Arab this morning. Isn't it? Very lazy. Come on, in you come. Yeah. Well, I've just eaten a lot of grass. There you go. So that's my lunging done for the morning. Um, oh, Wendy looks very cross. Um, hopefully I am going to ride this evening, um, which I'm looking forward to. So I'll take all their bridles home and give them a clean. I've got all the stuff with me, but I like to strip the bridles right down, check all the uh, all the all the attachments and the buckles, and make sure that everything's okay. It's like with Eek's um, reins; these reins are the ones that I had with Joey, so they are fairly they are old now. But I just check that they're okay. They're really lovely. They were very expensive when I bought them. Oh, biff me in the face! It's not very friendly, is it? Thank you very much. Thank you. Give her a nice scratch. Let her have a scratch and a rub. There you go, good girl. They both love that. Yeah, done? Okay, but I know what she really wants is a treat. So I haven't got any in my pocket at the moment, so I'm just gonna give the last one to Indy. Don't tell her I said that. Um, yeah, so I like to check them all and um, the Saddler that I really like. I like Henry James um, saddlery. It's they've got a discount on at the moment on some of them, and um, that's what I'm going to check out and see because I need. Uh, 
unfortunately they don't do bridles for ponies and hello darling there we go thank you very much that was a nice little bit of work so she's having her naff treats these are amazing because that was one treat broken into three um, and it's so easy to do that with these um, they break really nicely and they think they're having more than they're actually getting but that's also part of her feed oh grumpy indy you grumpy come on put this back on you have to have it on otherwise you can't go out so she gave her a treat now putting her grazing muzzle back on oh but she's got her ear flat back you're not helpful are you she doesn't act she's funny she doesn't like doing things on one side of her because she just doesn't she's just a bit funny she's lovely though aren't you yeah ears flat back the face only a mare grumpy mare stay there it's just do you want me to move that onto that side for a bit there you go don't want her to feel okay out you come you can come out now <laughs> I hate you. Um, there she goes. I'm just going to give Tia a little treat. Good girl, Tia. Good girl. There you go. Oh, Indy's furious because I've just given them a treat. Right now, I've just got to skip her bedroom out, top up her water and um, leave them for a bit. <laughs> my problem is though, is that my battery is, oh gosh, oh my goodness me. So Laura said Dean was going to put this on a really high long handle and he has, <laughs> he's repaired it. I am overjoyed at that that is that's made my day that has made my day so uh, yeah again in Dean's debt always in Dean's debt I've got to get him some money now so that I can oh wow I'm so pleased with that it's <laughs> amazing <laughs> so I can get him Laura must have brought that down for me um so we can get on and he's going to put up new guttering because when he designed this for me to keep the price down he so kindly thought about everything he did um he ch he changed the design of the um front of it um and it now means that he has to do something completely different i'll take that home and charge that and i've put some lights in indies and i've got rechargeable batteries char uh, torches and that's what is wrong with you? That is a face and a half, isn't it? That is a grumpy mare. What's wrong? She does look grumpy. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Dean's going to put in uh, some guttering, which will mean I hadn't realised just how important the guttering was. Don't know if that's working or not. Yes, it is. Um, the guttering... Um, Go and hang these up. Um, I hadn't realised the importance of guttering, to be perfectly honest, on my stables. Um, but what it actually means is that it will stop the rain pouring straight off and making a muddy puddle, 
where they stand and as the winter goes on last year because it was so so wet um, it was appalling and um, the really she's not weeing it's Indy having a wee no doubt you can hear that um, and the it just got so muddy and I was I was so worried that the field wouldn't recover I bought some of the rubber mat mud mats yeah I I personally didn't get on with them um oh I've just broken it I've just broken it that's a bit ridiculous how did I do that she broke it from there hmm I think because they've been like that oh dear oh dear I've broken it just broken my torch Anyway, we'll take that and see if Michael can mend that. I'll have a go myself, but it's the plastic that snapped. And you see, that's a problem with plastic. It gets brittle, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> everything is plastic breaks in the end because it gets brittle. Anyway, so we're going to have some guttering put in and then I'm going to have the stable doors put in on the other side should I need to put one or both of them in at night. And it just gives me... A little bit more flexibility um, with the horses down here so I shall go and get some money to sort that out and get him to well anyway he's done that and he's mended my my fork poo picking fork so I can't tell you oh I've forgotten I've got my hat on and there I was yakking to somebody as they came around and I've got an orange hat with a bright orange pom-pom on which is my riding hat now which are uh indy's colors indy's colors are now orange because she is an orange mare so orange and white anyway oh where's she gone now oh there she is so that is that um anyway i am the happy hacker i've been maudling away um please like share and if you are on youtube listen to this on youtube please comment and press that subscribe button um thank you very much for listening i am the happy hacker i will talk to you again after we've been out on sunday